Hey, girl. Do you separate your food obsession from your faith in God? Or what about do these two things even go together? Is it really important that we bring God into our dieting lifestyle, our nutrition and fitness? Is that really important? Have you exhausted your efforts and prayers and still feel like you haven't experienced real change? Well, today I would love to share with you just five simple steps that really can be implemented right now and can help you change your mindset and really begin to overcome the food obsession by using your faith and really relying on God. So I hope you stick with me today to find out these five steps. And then let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. You know, I really do believe that God brings us to places in our life that are really pointed towards him, places of of struggle, places of um, weariness, weakness, because we have to be dependent on him in those times. And as Christians, we realize, or we do come to places where we realize that we can't do, we can't do this life on our own. We need him. We need his grace. And, you know, in my own personal journey of faith and my, in my spiritual walk, just the reliance on God is so evident in where he's taken me in this journey with, with health and fitness and in my life in general, you know, lots of times of isolation and loneliness that I've had in my life never really feeling as though I was good enough to to have someone in my life in terms of a relationship. And so for so many years, I was single and feeling alone a lot of the time. But God used so many different people in my life along the way and so many situations in my life along the way that really brought me closer to him and really provided opportunities for me to really face the hurt in my life. And I was able to work through the hurt and the the feeling of not being, not never really feeling loved, working through the emotions of feeling like I belonged and feeling unattractive, feeling not, not beautiful, feeling not pretty enough for for me to attract someone, a, a mate and, you know, specifically. And so really God put me in a situation where I was, had the ability to work through these things really in my, in my late twenties. And I'm very thankful for the time that, that, that I had to, to kind of face the hurt and face the, the, the things that really were keeping me back from, from living a life of freedom. And this was kind of the beginning of the journey really. And when I share with you five steps that was part of that implementation. It was part of the things that I, that I did to really come through and, and face the things that needed to be faced in order for me to begin healing and accepting who I am and who I am in Christ. 
the first step that I, I want to share with you is is a hard one. Um, and it it it's a process and it's a daily thing, and it is surrendering your will and knowing that God has a will for each one of us, a specific purpose for each one of us. And it doesn't it doesn't necessarily all look the same. We we all do have his will is that we would go and make disciples of this world and 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 speak the truth of his gospel and share that. That is certainly his will for all of us, but each of us has a purpose whether you know whether that's a career path um, outside the home or whether that's at home building into your children and your family, whatever that looks like for you. Surrendering your will is really the first step. God, I, I want your will for my life. I want you to come in and change who I am to be who you want me to be. So first of all, admitting that you can't do it alone. You know, we we can't do this life alone. And and for us to think that we can is is really we're deceiving ourselves because we can't. I mean, God did not build us to be isolated. God did not make us and create us to ha- to be isolated from other people or from him. His desire is for us to know him. And so understanding that you can't do it alone is, is so important. Stop seeking your way and start looking for his way. That was step number one in trying to get out of, get out of my own way and really start seeking God's will instead of what I think that I wanted, what I think that I needed. I was doing it all the wrong way. The second step that I want to share is to seek godly wisdom and help. You know, this is where, you know, you, you come to a certain place that you, you need some outside wisdom into your life. And that's a godly person who is seeking God's will on their own, somebody who's solid in, in the truth of God's word. And, and maybe that's a godly counselor, somebody that you can trust and helping you work through the issues that, that you maybe have never dealt with. Uh, whether that's past hurts, past pains, past trauma, whatever that is, really helping you to uncover those hurts and the struggles that you have had, and then put intentionally put it to a place where you can face that emotion that you've been covering up for so long. For me, there was stuff that I didn't even realize once I once I started meeting with that prayer counselor and I was doing it on an ongoing basis for, gosh, probably for an entire, maybe six to eight months I was meeting. And there were so many things that I really didn't even know that were so deep down inside of me that they were revealed in those, in those sessions that I was just like, wow, I just had no idea. And the, and the, and the lift and the freedom and the weight off of my heart when those moments came, that was like, it was just amazing The the peace and the, and the joy and the things that really began to come clear to me after those sessions were amazing. So seeking godly wisdom to help guide you if you really do have some issues that you haven't dealt with, super important to face. Step three is to encounter God daily. You have to have that time with God to fill you up, to to worship him, to praise him, to thank him, to just, just have those moments of connection with him. Because if, we, if we're not having that daily time in God's word, how are we going to know the truth? How are we going to know the truth about who we are? We tell ourselves these lies about, you know, how we are failures or the shame that we have and we can't do anything right and we can't hold ourselves 
accountable around food and we're obsessed with it. All these lies that we tell ourselves and we, we, we live them out every single day. And it's a, it's a continual playback in our, in our minds. And if we aren't getting the truth of God's word in us every day, we have no truth to pull onto. We have no truth to, to come to when we really need it. And so it's super important to have that daily time to find scripture that speak right straight to your situation to research, to, to look at, look up in God's word, like what, what scripture can I hold on to today? Or, or maybe you're just reading in your devotional and it really jumps out at you and, and use that verse and meditate on it and get it into your heart, get it into your soul so that you have the truth to pull on in times of situations that, that you're struggling, that you are facing the negativity, the, the lies that, um, Satan likes to, to keep us in. And we need to be standing on the truth of God's word. And we can't do that if we don't have that daily time. We can't do that if we're not getting in the word and reading. And and another piece of that daily time is is certainly praying and communicating with him. That's his desire for us to have that relationship with us. And just thinking about the creator of the universe wanting time with us is amazing in itself. His grace is enough. His grace is sufficient. So we don't have to do anything. We are already righteousness in his eyes. He's he's made us that way because of the fact that he has died for our sins and we are forgiven. We just have to learn how to do that for ourselves. And m- many of us have not overcome those issues and not come to a place where we can do that. We can forgive ourselves or forgive other people and move beyond those deep-rooted things that are really keeping us from experiencing true freedom. And daily time praising him you know, that is really another part of our, of our time with God, our encounter with him and just continually praising him for all the good things that he just continues to do in our life. I mean, just the simple things that, you know, recognizing that his hand is on you, that his hand is, if his hand of favor is on you, walking in that, trusting him, believing him that his truth is, is, is truth and that you can walk in that and trust him. He is not going to fail you. He's not going to forsake you. You always have a reliance in him. That wasn't, that was major for me really. And, and, you know, we, we all kind of go through periods of, um, I think growth in our spiritual walk and it all looks a little bit differently depending on the season that we're in, but it is such an integral part of, you know, your spiritual journey and really growth in your spiritual walk is that daily encounter. And we really can't know Jesus. We can't really know God in the way that we, we need to become, you know, the children he he has created us to be, to, to walk in that freedom. We're not going to get there unless we have that time. So step four is to really be able to have accountability in, in your walk. And this for me has looked much different in seasons of my life. You know, I was single for, for a lot of my life. I've been single, I was single way more, way longer than I've been married. Um, I didn't get married until I was, uh, 38, I think 38. And so for so many years, just living the single life, thinking that it was just going to be me and the dog. And I was okay with that. And, you know, but even in those single days, the periods of different, you know, highs and lows with my spiritual journey, and really allowing God to, to shape that. It obviously it looks different now that I'm married. It looks different now that I have a family. I'm, you know, raising a child and, 
you know, it's going to look different. And to understand that it's going to look different, God takes us through different seasons, but it, it still is important to have that accountability. And, you know, when I was single, I had that accountability in a, in a small group Bible study. I had other girls in my age group that were, were doing life together. And now as a, um, married with, with a child, you know, you, you're finding other people that are trying to do the same thing you're doing. They, they are seeking. And so we have some really dear friends that we're doing, we do life with. We try to connect intentionally. Um, you know, if not every week, at least a couple of times a month where we're just sharing a meal together, doing life together and, and having, conversations that are spurring us along to in our growth with Christ. And it's super important to have that accountability, whether that's with a counselor, you know, if you're someone who is still really trying to work through some of the hurt, some of the pain, and really trying to identify some emotional stuff that could be a counselor for you. Bible studies with others, even meeting one-on-one with a friend, a trusted friend that you really feel like you can share your spiritual journey with. If it's someone that you don't connect with spiritually, if it's someone who's not where you are, sometimes it can be a challenge because it might be, maybe that's more of a discipleship opportunity for you, but that accountability needs to be able to go both ways. And so it's important for you to find that person. And and that's really kind of comes through asking God to provide that person, asking God to show you who that might be. And he will, he will do it for sure. Um, It's super important that that accountability comes up vulnerability we really can't be accountable if we don't really share our honest, true self and what we're struggling with in those moments. And, you know, when you're talking about obsession with food, you're talking about the shame that's around food. It's very hard to be vulnerable. And I've experienced that, you know, time and time again, where you're just not wanting to share that part of you and feeling as though that faith, your faith should be separate from that. And there is really no true freedom until that becomes into the light, right? Talk, talking about what is in the darkness needs to be brought into the light, the scripture verse that speaks to that, and that we really aren't going to experience true freedom until there is some vulnerability and bringing into the light what it is that we're doing in the dark, in, in that isolation, in that alone time, in that time that we don't share with other people. And that was really a huge step for me. And the last step I want to share is just taking action daily, just, just living it, just start doing it, just stop making excuses and start doing it, living a life as though you're already there, living the life as though you're already, you've already reached that point that I know that I can do this with God. All things are possible. I know I can overcome this struggle and I know how I can do it. And stop being a victim of yourself because you're in control of your attitude, right? With all, with God, all things are possible. You, you know, the tools to get you there. It's just a matter of us stop making excuses and start, start actually doing it right. Putting into practice, stop believing the lies, replace that with truth, intentionality, and with action. And you've got to live each day implementing these five steps and God is going to take you places you never could have imagined. I never, you never could have told me I would ever be doing a podcast. I would have, I would have thought you have got to be kidding me. You, you have lost your mind. There's no way I would ever be doing this. And just as short as even just a year ago, I'd never even considered it. And the things that God has done to bring me to this place, I I just never would have imagined. And so think about your journey 
in such a way that, you know what, I know God has great things for me and I've got to do these things to actually live out who he's called me to be. So I challenge you, I encourage you, uh, put those big girl panties on and let's do this thing. Don't be afraid. Don't shy away from what God is calling you to. Don't shy away from facing the truth of, of, you know, the things maybe that you need to deal with of your past, because you'll never overcome the struggle if you can't face the things that are hindering you. So I pray for you today. I pray that God reveals to your heart the things that you need to see. I pray that God provides accountability for you. I pray that you have courage and strength. And I pray for the Holy Spirit just to fill you with peace, to know that you've got this, that you can do this. I would love for you to share with me. I'd love for you to come into the Facebook group, She Breaks Free, and join us there. Would love for you to engage and certainly ask me questions and introduce yourself. And uh, if that is not a safe place for you, if you don't want, to, if you don't like that that portion, you don't do social media. Would love for you to email me, Tara J T A R A J at dietditching.com. We'd love to connect with you and hear your story and we'd love to encourage you there as well. So I hope this has blessed you today. Encourage you to write these five steps down, get your notebook back out, maybe go back through and write them down and really be intentional about facing the truth of, of what God has for you so that you're not missing out anymore. Take care and God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.